0: Blue wire. Touchdown pass, 5-4-0 in the 5-0-4. Jackson checks it himself, look at him, dark back and forth, oh, he broke his ankles, he is Houdini. Watson stays on his feet, throws on the run, touchdown, Watson, a magician. Oh, winds it up, wide open. It is another episode of the My Sports Update Football Podcast. Welcome, I am your host Ari Merov. The Super Bowl is set and we have a fantastic matchup with the Chiefs and 49ers coming up on February 2nd. Both teams making it after dominating performances this past Sunday. Two offensive geniuses in Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid will face off. An explosive offense in Kansas City with a ferocious defense in San Francisco. It will be a great game next Sunday. We'll talk about all that. Also, in last week's episode, we talked about a big retirement in the NFL with Luke Keekly calling it a career. In this episode, we have another big retirement in the NFL with Giants quarterback Eli Manning retiring after 16 seasons. We'll talk about that as well, among other topics. Here we go with the My Sports Update football podcast. So, I want to start off with both these teams that made the Super Bowl. We'll discuss in detail in next week's episode about the game, but I want to talk about both these teams. On a separate note, first of all, with the 49ers, it really is amazing what they have done to get to this point. From last year having the second worst record in the league, the second overall pick, Jimmy Garoppolo's torn ACL, was it a mistake giving him that big deal? There were rumors that there was friction between John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, a rumor that I didn't buy, but it was out there and some people believed to be true. And when you look at this team and what they did this season, from getting Nick Bosa and signing Quan Alexander and all the other moves, including retaining defensive coordinator Robert Sala, and starting the season undefeated, 7-0, 8-0, whatever it was, and to get to the point to last week where they not only win, but they steamroll over the Packers in a game which Jimmy Garoppolo throws the ball just eight times, And they win with a running back, and not just any running back, but their fourth string running back entering training camp. They had Jarek McKinnon, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breda, and then there's Raheem Mostert. And Mostert has been cut by seven teams. We all know the story by now. He becomes the superstar. And Jimmy Garoppolo, who is one of the highest paid players in the NFL, Is not even being used that much because Kyle Shanahan, one of the brightest offensive minds in the NFL, he decides to pound the ball because that was working, and if it's working, that's what you keep on doing. Why stop it? Who cares that Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball only eight times? They won, and they won big time, and now they're headed to the Super Bowl. And the amazing thing about Mostert is that Mostert was on this roster before Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were hired. Mostert was already on the roster and the new regime inherited him and instead of cleaning house and moving on from all the players from the previous regime, they kept Raheem Mostert because they they saw something in him. And they kept him around as a special teams player, and he has blossomed into a key part of this offense, and he was their superstar, and the key reason why they won last week. The other thing about this 49ers team, and you saw this after the game, is that all the 49ers wide receivers, whether it's Emmanuel Sanders or or Debo Samuel or their tight end, George Kittle, they all became blockers in that Packers game. And they weren't getting the targets, and all of them didn't care. They were more than happy to block and help the team win. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because before the season started... And even before that in the offseason, the 49ers were looking for wide receiver help. And there were two big names that were linked to the San Francisco 49ers. And that that was Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. And there's no denying that the talent for both these wide receivers, um, they're superstars. But could you imagine if Antonio Brown or Odell Beckham Jr. were in this offense and they were asked to block throughout the game and not get many targets that they're used to. John Lynch, general manager, decided not to break the bank for those guys. They drafted Debo Samuel. They traded for Emmanuel Sanders. And those guys have done everything they've been asked to do. And again, they're headed to the Super Bowl. And the culture in that locker room is one of the best in all of football. One more thing about the San Francisco 49ers team is that back when they had, you know, the Harbaugh and then Chip Kelly and Jim Tom Sula, a lot of 49ers fans were not happy with their owner, Jed York. There was that one press conference when a reporter asked Jed York that fans are not happy about you, and Jed York basically said, I can't fire myself. And Jed York going ahead and hiring Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch giving both of them matching 6-year deals, guaranteeing all 6 years and sticking with them and supporting them and staying out of the way and letting them do their thing has proven to be the right decision and you know Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch are essentially they are what other teams are looking at and they're like other teams want to be that they want to do what San Francisco has done with their team. And um, they're a prime example of what other teams are trying to do now. And um, Jed York, you have to give the guy credit for staying aside, giving them the support, and not firing any of these guys after those 4-12 and 12 and 6-10 and 10 seasons and sticking with those two guys. It has proven to be the right thing to do. Moving on to the Kansas City Chiefs, and we were just now talking about the 49ers' ability to run the ball. What the Chiefs defense did this last week versus the Titans and stopping Derrick Henry was really, really impressive. I saw this stat. In the last 35 minutes of that game versus the Titans, Derrick Henry rushed. For a grand total of eight yards. He was shut down. Defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo deserves a ton of credit. In his first year as a defensive coordinator, he has done a tremendous job taking over for Bob Sutton. Another person who deserves a lot of credit, general manager Brett Veach who went out and signed Tyron Matthew in the offseason. And he made that big trade for Frank Clark and he moved on from D Ford. And you know, all those moving pieces that he made in the offseason because they knew that they have an offense but the defense needed some work they went out and made some big moves they were also close to signing Earl Thomas if you recall so they knew that they have an offense which could make the Super Bowl but the defense needed some work and they went out and made the correct moves and this defense is is much better compared to what they were last year, but how can you talk about this Chiefs team without talking about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? I feel like if you ask any NFL fan, regardless of who they root for, they would say if there are a few people in the NFL who don't have a ring, but you wish they do have one, Larry Fitzgerald would be one of them, and Andy Reid would be another one. Reid has come so close so many times, whether it was in Philadelphia or in Kansas City with Alex Smith or Patrick Mahomes, but he is back in the big game for the second time as the head coach. Mahomes actually said before the AFC Championship game that he is looking to win a Super Bowl not even for himself but more for Andy Reid because Andy Reid has been so close so many times throughout his coaching career but as for Mahomes we all know about his MVP arm. But how about the fact that he is the leading rusher for the Kansas City Chiefs so far this postseason in both their games versus Texans and versus the Titans. He was their leading rusher. So he is doing it both with his arm and with his legs. And for this Kansas City Chiefs team, getting to this point again, it took a lot of different things to happen. Hiring Andy Reid in the first place back in 2013. They really came close to not even getting Andy Reid. If you recall back then, the Arizona Cardinals actually came close to hiring Andy Reid. Something went wrong. He ended up going to Kansas City. And ever since he got there, whether it was Alex Smith or eventually drafting... Patrick Mahomes, his offense has always been explosive and he finally gets the Super Bowl now and those Chiefs fans really deserve it. The Chiefs have not won a Super Bowl in 50 years so a chance to go back there now next Sunday and bring it back to the great state of Missouri with all those Chiefs fans and Chiefs kingdom waiting for it. We'll talk more about this game um, in next week's episode, but for both these teams, it's been a long time coming. The 49ers, for all those years after the hardball years of so much frustration and so much, you know, disappointment to get back to the big game with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch in the helm, um, has been incredible to watch. And Patrick Mahomes. I don't think this will be the last time we see him in the Super Bowl. Um, He's ready for the big stage, and I'm really excited to see that. We'll talk more about it next week. I do want to shift over now to the big news that happened on Wednesday afternoon. Eli Manning, the great Giants quarterback, is retiring from the NFL after 16 seasons, and what a career it was. All the way back in 2004 when he was drafted by the Chargers and he didn't want to play for San Diego, gets traded to the Giants. And the rest is really history. We all know about the two Super Bowl titles, the two Super Bowl MVPs, defeating Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots not once but twice, including ruining a perfect season in 2007. He finishes his career with the 7th most passing yards in NFL history, the 7th most passing touchdowns in NFL history and will go down as one of the greatest players in New York Giants history let the debates begin on whether or not he is a hall of famer in my book he is but um i'll let all of you debate that And we'll see what happens in five years from now when he becomes eligible for the Hall of Fame. But as for Eli Manning, he was going to be a free agent this offseason. He said at the end of the season that he did not enjoy being a backup. He will not want to do it again. And what most likely happened here is that Eli went over to his agents. He said... Go take a look around the league. Is there interest for me to potentially be a starter at some other place? The most likely answer was no or he would have to compete for a, a, a spot, or whatever it is. But he was not going to go to a place like, let's just say, Chicago to either compete for, with Mitchell Trubisky or be his backup. So that was not happening. And he gets to go out and retire, play his entire career with one team in one uniform with the New York Giants. And not many people could could say that. I mean... It was weird watching Michael Jordan play with the with the Wizards. It was weird um, back in the day with if you look at Joe Namath's profile to see him play for the Rams or whatever it is. Eli Manning gets to play his entire career with the New York Giants. He made more than enough money playing football. He made more than enough money from all the commercials and endorsements and other stuff. He really did not have to play anymore. But in my opinion, I don't think he wanted to retire. I do think he has more left in the tank. But again, if it was not going to happen with the Giants and they do have Daniel Jones, he was going to call it a career. And a few other things about Eli Manning, I talked 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 about this in episode three when he was benched for Daniel Jones, but. Eli Manning means a lot in New York. I personally am from New York. I've gotten to see Eli Manning in the city, up close. And, you know, what he has done for the city, whether it is on the football field or off the football field, he is a very big deal around here. A true professional and did everything with class and dignity. One of the great things that I've realized with Eli Manning is with how he handled the New York media. The New York media is no joke. A lot of people say that some athletes just can't handle it. Eli Manning was always by his locker, always would answer questions, whether it was after a big game or after a five-interception game in which they lose. He was always there. Answering the questions from the media, something that, again, not many people can do, especially in a New York market. Again, he did everything with class and dignity, and he will go in the giant ring of honor eventually. And that is now four retirements in the NFL so far this offseason. Four notable ones with Lorenzo Alexander, Luke Keekly, Antonio Gates, and Eli Manning. There will be more as the offseason goes on, but a true legend calls it a career. Eli Manning is done after 16 seasons. I do want to discuss one more topic here on the episode, we just talked about Eli Manning retiring from the NFL. When Eli Manning was drafted, he was traded for Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is going to be a free agent this offseason and it was a pretty big report over the weekend that he is moving out of San Diego permanently. He is moving his nine children and his wife. They are all out of San Diego. And it raises the big question. Is this it for Philip Rivers as a Charger? It is certainly starting to look like it. They are going to move in separate directions. After 16 seasons with the team. It looks like the time is up for Phillip Rivers as a Charger. They have a top 6 pick in the draft they have Tyrod Taylor under contract for another year and I know that they really do like Tyrod Taylor there with the in, in in Los Angeles so it could be time for Phillip Rivers either to call it a career as well or look elsewhere where there might be a quarterback need, let's just say Chicago or Tampa Bay. I know there was a report this week that the Buccaneers could be a landing spot for Phillip Rivers. I am not ready to buy that. I think that could be a report that the Buccaneers front office leaked because they want to get Jameis Winston's asking price to come down. Winston is going to be a free agent as well this offseason. So I'm not ready to buy that as of now but Rivers might have options he is coming off a a down year Um, he did throw a bunch of interceptions the Chargers they lost a ton of close games but Phillip Rivers did not have a season in which the Chargers are looking to bring him back or eager to bring him back. I think they are willing to move on in a different direction. What Phillip Rivers does this offseason will be a big topic, just like Tom Brady and what he does with the Patriots. And... Even though I think everyone assumes that Drew Brees will be back in New Orleans, I think that is one to watch as well. Once the Super Bowl ends, we're going to have a big episode discussing all the free agents that all the notable free agents that are going to become um, that are going to hit the open market in March. It is going to be a very wild offseason, but the quarterback market With Tom Brady, Drew Brees, um, Ryan Tannehill, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Andy Dalton, and Cam Newton as trade um, trade targets as well. So it's going to be a very wild offseason with the quarterbacks. There's obviously all the quarterbacks in the draft with Joe Burrow and Tua and Herbert and Jordan Love among others, so it is going to be a quarterback carousel this offseason. What happens with all those quarterbacks will be fascinating to watch, but Phillip Rivers has moved his entire family out of San Diego, Eli Manning has retired, and the quarterback carousel is officially underway in the 2020 offseason. So that does it for this week's My Sports Update Football Podcast. This week is really the dead week in football in between the conference championship game and then the Pro Bowl. There's really nothing going on. There's the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. There's the Pro Bowl on Sunday. But really, officially on Monday in Miami, all the buzz gets started with media night. And all the talk about Chiefs 49ers will start to heat up, and it really will be a fascinating Super Bowl. We are preparing to have a big episode next week, so stay tuned for that. As always, one final reminder before I sign off that you can find the My Sports Update Football Podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, R19, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you are looking for more sports podcast you could visit bluewirepods.com there are over 80 sports podcasts on there whether it is football, basketball, hockey or baseball it is all there check it out Stay up to date with everything in the NFL by following the My Sports Update Twitter page and turn on notifications so you don't miss anything notable. I am your host, Ari Mayrov. I will be back for another episode next week. I was actually just in Miami, got to see what is going on over there. It is going to be a great event, a great Super Bowl there. So Super Bowl week is coming up. I'm really excited for it. I'll talk to you next week.